You might know that DAV stands for Disabled American Veterans, but exactly how do they help these veterans? Hello, I'm Ben Sandifer, and on this Middle Georgia podcast, we'll learn more about this organization from four of the leaders of DAV Chapter 33 in Warner Robins, Georgia. And let's meet those four guys who are all veterans themselves right now. My name is Vernon Knight, and I'm retired U.S. Army Special Forces. And my position here at uh, DAV is past commander, junior vice commander at present, and service officer to help veterans file their claims. I'm Burl Jimerson. Uh, I'm the present commander. I was also the uh, state commander in 2014 and 15. And... Uh, I'm also a service officer, and I've been doing this since 2001. I was in the uh, United States Air Force. Uh, hello, my name is Meshack McConnell, Jr. Uh, I spent 28-plus uh, years in the United States Air Force and retired. I am a member of the Chapter 33 Donnelly Moody DAV chapter, and my position here is the uh, judge advocate. My name is Bill Lawson. I'm retired U.S. Army, but I also served six years in the Air Force. I'm the chaplain and the chief of staff at the DAV. And Bill, starting with you, how and why did each of you get involved with the DAV? When I retired, I had some difficulties uh, adjusting to civilian life. And I talked to a local uh, veteran that was working with me, and he told me about the DAV. So I joined the DAV and started working with the DAV. I've been doing it since 1994. And uh, to help a lot of veterans, and that's what it's all about. I joined the DAV. I said to God, if he let me survive Vietnam and all the other conflicts that I was involved in while I was active duty, I figured I'd want to do some service to, to the community as well. And when I was in Las Vegas, Nevada, I was approached by uh, uh, individuals that, that talked about the DAV and what its purpose was and how it assisted individuals to uh, get compensation for disabilities that they uh, suffered through the, the terms of serving in the military. I went through from 1970 to 1977 as uh, serving, and uh, I saw what happened when I got back in the VA because I had had surgeries in the service, so I had to go to the VA, and I prayed about it. And uh, I said that I would not, if, if it within my power, I will not allow the uh, future veterans to go through what they did. Uh, coming home from Vietnam, and I've been doing this since 2001. When I retired out of the Army in 1993, I had tried to get my disability through the VA and do the paperwork and go through the little red tape thing, and it wasn't working, so I met a gentleman and said, let me introduce you to the DAV. Well, that's how I got introduced to them, and uh, they helped me get my disability. And they also kept me uh, informed of different things that happened and changed during the time as time went along. And so therefore I said, well, once I reach totally retire, I'm going to go back to the DAV and help other people get their claims processed and get their disability that they're entitled to. Now, what are some of the things veterans need to know about the DAV and how you can help them? The basic thing I want to do with veterans is educate them about how the VA looks at claims, how the VA examines your claim, and what is involved, and what to do and not do, that, uh, well, sometimes you can do things that will, uh, will hurt your efforts, like 
keep reapplying for something when you've got something already in. That just makes it always new and never looked at because it's always brought to the front. But I would say the, the main thing is that the uh, veterans leaving the service now need to be educated as to what they are entitled to. It's not being given something. You've earned it. It also helps the veteran, once we talk to them, empower them to where that they understand what they've got to do in order to process paperwork and get the entitlements they're entitled to, such as if they were in combat and they lost their hearing partially, how they get their hearing aids, how they get the disability for it, things of that nature. Uh, get them to understand the language that comes in the letters so that they can understand what they're telling them. Do they need to get more paperwork in to prove their point or has it been approved or it's just totally denied because it's not in the records. A lot of people come in and they say, uh, I want to file a claim, but they have nothing in their background, nothing in their medical records or anything else that can substantiate what they're saying. So it's really hard to get them to understand that. Every meeting, the meeting starts out with, with the purpose of, of, the, of the DAV and the national. And just, I'm just going to mention a couple. And it's promote the welfare of disabled American veterans, and it's to cooperate with the Department of Veteran Affairs and all other public private agencies devoted to the cause. So every meeting, this is extended to those in attendance, and the same attitude is extended to the veterans that the service officers service. I'm not trying to slight any other veteran organizations, such as the American Legion, uh, VFW, but our name says it all, Disabled American Veterans. And everybody that's a member of the Disabled American Veterans Association is disabled in some kind of way. We just want to make sure that they get all the compensation that they deserve, that they've earned, and their families are taken care of. That's our main purpose. All disabled veterans in the state of Georgia doesn't realize they have benefits that's entitled to them, and one of them is is disabled veterans license that goes on your vehicle. It is free, folks. The other thing is their driver's license can be free by filling out a certain little form. All they got to do is stop and see someone. They fill it out. They take it to them. They get their driver's license free. Hunting and fishing license, they get those for a discount rate for life if they want it. And there's other benefits that they're entitled to, and one of them is, is the DAV here has two vehicles that set out here most of the time, and they take people to their appointments, wait on them, and bring them back. And they will pick them up at their house if they're totally handicapped and in a wheelchair. Also, I wanted to, want to say that every Thursday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., we are here, and we're open to help process claims to... Uh, make sure that the education is, is, it keeps going. But also, every second Monday at uh, 7 o'clock, our meeting begins, and it begins here at 1343 Radio Loop Drive. And uh, our number here is 478-322-2211. But uh, the one thing that it, it really sticks out is the commitment that the members of the Disabled American Veterans have to help their brothers and sisters of arms to make sure that they get what they're entitled to. Now, some other misconception we have around here about the DAV is that you have to be retired to be a member of the Disabled American Veteran. That's not true. You don't have to be retired, medically retired, or 
physically retired, you know, years in service. If you're a veteran, come down and see us. We'd love to have you. If you're a disabled veteran or if you think you're disabled, come see us. and We'll get you on the right track to get all the benefits that you and your family deserve. I'm just a judge advocate here at the local chapter. If, they, <laughs> they, if, there's, if there's anything legal or illegal, then that's when they'll come to me or, or when is that time to uh, elect committee members, new, com new committee members or, or commanders. Uh, they uh, consult with me, but we all do everything as a unit, as a whole, one purpose, one goal, and that's to take care of the community and those involved with the military and their veterans and their families. Like uh, the judge advocate just said, I want to stress that this is not just the veteran to help. We help veterans, their wives, their widows, their children. There are different plans out there to help. What I'd like to stress is that the veterans that come here and learn need to tell their, their spouse and their children what they've done and what they're entitled to and how to uh, uh, get their claim put in after their death. And I find that as being like, like it's closed off. And you can't do that. Veterans, tell your family everything that you know about your claim. All DSOs or CSOs, which do the paperwork and help the people process their claims, must be certified every year in order to do it. All right, that way they are up to date with all the pertinent new information and they can help them get through the process much easier. A CSO is a chapter service officer, DSO is a district service officer. They help the people process and do the paperwork in order to accomplish what they're trying to get. There's no guarantee that you'll get it, but you must have the right information to be forwarded with your claim in order to process it, and therefore they can see it. Is there a way that even the non-veterans can get involved with DAV? Yes, there is. Uh, if they like to drive or if they like to sit and talk to people to get, gather information for the service officers and things like that, they're more than welcome to come in and sit down and say, hey, I'm here as a volunteer and I would like to help you. And we'd be glad to teach them and, and let them work with us. That way they can inform other people that are disabled veterans, women, men, doesn't matter, and uh, get them into the process where you can get them in here and help them get their claims processed. It's not a paid job. This is all volunteer. Everything we do is volunteer. Every one of us right here, volunteer. I've, like I said, I've been doing it since 2001. And when we ask for volunteers, sometimes they think that it's a paid job. It isn't. It is for all volunteer. And if you want to volunteer, you are more than welcome to come to 1343 Radio Loop Drive and see us, and we will put you to work. There's 1.3 million members in the DAV throughout the United States. There's 52 different departments, and there's a little over 1,300 chapters throughout. So it's not just here in Warner Robins, and if you get online, you can find it at Facebook, Twitter, any one of those places, and... Uh, Go to your nearest chapter to get the help you need, whether it be with financial money, if the chapter has that money, 
Now, some chapters don't have it like ours. We don't have a lot of money, so we cannot really help people out with electric bills, water bills, and things of that nature. But some of them can because they have the money that they utilize it for that. Uh, when you come here, we help you with your claims. We help you with your DICs and, and things of that nature. We help you with locating where to go to get the correct information you need in order to solve your problem, such as the Red Cross or on base to the service officer on base or, you know, somewhere like that. Housing, we usually send you to some of the churches because they know where the houses are available or Habitat Humanity, things like that. And we do have Veterans Day in November where we go to the Golden Crowds and we pass out information to folks because they have a free meal on Veterans Day for the vets and uh, pass out information to them so they can understand what we do and how we can help them and so forth. DIC that uh, Vernon mentioned is a dependent indemnity compensation. And that's where you help the person get the bunnies they need for, let's say, for example, unfortunately, a funeral, how to get the headstone, and other things that are needed in order to accomplish it. And if they're on the magic number, as we call it, where you got so much disability, they get a portion of that disability for the rest of their life. Not a lot, but a little bit, which helps them. Now, that magic number is 50% or better. We, like any other chapter, I can't speak for all the chapters, but any other organization, we are in dire needs of members, active members. Uh, we have a lot of members on roll, but we don't have that many members coming to the actual chapter to help. And the more people we have in the chapter, the more we can give back to the community. You understand? So we des desperately need members or volunteers to come to the chapter to help out so we can better serve the community. We have over 800 members on our roster. For the most part, uh, uh, the active members is about a, a small percentage of that, very, very small. And we really do need the uh, millennials and, and, uh, the, and those of that age group to, to step up because as it stands right now, the baby boomers are the ones that are driving the, uh, the, the car, uh, so to speak. And uh, we really could use the help of those uh, with any kind of knowledge. They don't have to be a service-minded person, but they can, uh, but they can be someone who, who's into uh, Instagram or Facebook or, or anything of that nature that we can use all talents that God given, gave them. It's veterans helping veterans. It's not Joe Blow on the corner down there trying to help them. It is veterans helping veterans, whether they did two years in the military or whether they did 33 years in the military. It is vets helping vets. Vets helping vets. Now, without mentioning names, are there particular examples or stories of some of the veterans you've helped? I have a friend of mine uh, that was a veteran. I got him, uh, asked him, he finally came and joined. He was in Vietnam and everything. Uh, didn't get any benefits when he got out because he didn't ask for them. But I knew him since high school. When I finally reconnected with him, I told him to come down here and see the veterans, uh, the service officer down here. He joined, a lifetime member, and they helped him to get his benefits. And right now he's 100%, thanks to the service officers down here. But me as a chaplain, I'm on more on the religious side, uh, uh, grief side. You know, I go see the veteran spouses, and you know, when a veteran passes, or uh, 
that one person that really stands out for me is the, my, my friend that I helped. When I go to church, I, I, spread the, I spread the joy and the news about the, the chapter 33 and uh, its purpose. And fortunately and unfortunately at the same time, I come to find out that a lot of them are, were already members, it's just that they're not active. They're, they are lifetime members, but they're not active in terms of contributing time uh, and, and uh, attending the meetings. If I see someone who I know that's a veteran or know someone who's a veteran, I spread the news, I spread the joy, and I, and I also tell them the times uh, when they can come down here and get the services that they need. In the past 20 years, it's numerous. But when a veteran comes back in and he's got that paperwork in his hand and the paperwork says that he's getting benefits and he is strapped for money and he comes in or she comes in and presents a letter to me and tears are in their eyes because finally somebody listened to them. You know, uh, that is my reward because uh, I've sat and uh, discussed a lot of things with a lot of veterans in 20 years. And it is, it's heartbreaking. The stories are heartbreaking. And uh, when they do get it, uh, the appreciation they have towards me or in the disabled American veterans in general, because I wouldn't be able to help them if I hadn't been trained by the disabled American veterans. And I will not stop doing this and, until they uh, place me in the ground. All of us service officers, we see it every day. We have people come in here and say, hey man, you realize how much I got? No, I didn't. Because once, once we process the paperwork, we don't have anything to do with it anymore. We, we delete it out of our system and it's on them and they'll come in and say, well, can you follow up on my claim? No, I'm sorry, I can't. But you'll be getting a letter, and when they get that letter and they say, oh, I got that 80%, or I got that 30%, or the first 10%, and they come back in, man, I got it, I got it. You, you're sitting there going, great. At least I accomplished something today. Yeah, it makes you feel good. But also, like Burl says, you hear a lot of sob stories that are really heartbreaking until you get it all figured out. What do you think the future looks like, and what do you need now, particularly at uh, DAV Chapter 33? What my goal is, is to be open five days a week. Now, that's down the road, okay? But uh, we need people who will uh, train and service officers, and they have to be in the DAV to do that, and have veterans come in for us to help active duty military that's getting ready to retire 180 days before they retire they can come and see us and we can help them file their claims and they can have their disability started at the day they retire and also as you're saying active duty military uh, you know that active duty military is one of the um, classes that automatically can join the disabled american veterans so if you're active duty you can join and right now, DAV Chapter 33 is open from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Thursday to process claims. The regular meetings are on the second Tuesday of each month, starting at 7 p.m. 
Their chapter is located at 1343 Radio Loop Drive, just off Watson Boulevard in Warner Robins, Georgia. The phone number, 478-322-2211. Again, 478-322-2211. And if you're outside the Middle Georgia area and would like to find the DAV office nearest you, visit the website at DAV.org. That's DAV.org. For Middle Georgia Podcasts, I'm Ben Sandifer.